This just in, we can now call the 2024 presidential race for Joe Biden. Gotta give us what we want. Uh. Gotta give us what we need. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Welcome to the BCP Podcast. Big hug to all of y'all. I am James, a.k.a. BCP. Hope you're having a great day. Now, we're alarmed. We're cautious. We are a little bit uh, apprehensive about the growth and the now available, because of chat, GPT, and Dolly and other things, the access that we have to artificial intelligence and the future of artificial intelligence in and of itself has a lot of people leery and worried. Elon Musk himself saying that we should put a pause on artificial intelligence until we can get a handle on it. We know that uh, if you grew up with movies in the 80s and 90s that uh, you have movies like Terminator 2 that shows the destruction of mankind because of artificial intelligence. And of course, there's been everything from the Matrix uh uh, forward about the enslavement of man and the destruction of man because of AI. Now, I didn't expect to see this when it comes to artificial intelligence. A Republican ad, political ad, generated by AI. Check this out. This just in, we can now call the 2024 presidential race for Joe Biden. This morning, an emboldened China invades Taiwan. Financial markets are in free fall as 500 regional banks have shuttered their doors. Border agents were overrun by a surge of 80,000 illegals yesterday evening. Officials closed the city of San Francisco this morning, citing the escalating crime and fentanyl crisis. Who's in charge here? It feels like the train is coming off the tracks. Isn't that interesting? This appears to be the first, at least for American politics... AI-generated campaign ad, which was released by the Republican National Committee in response to fake President Joe Biden, who stole the election of 2020, announcing his re-election bid and his attempt to steal the vote yet again. Although the RNC disclosed that the ad was AI-generated, the corporate media, as usual, went into a tizzy. As you saw, the 30-second ad is called Beat Biden. It uses AI-generated uh, images to produce the likeness of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and also the doomsday scenarios that we see. How doomsday scenario uh, are they? We'll get into some of the imminent things coming that that AI-generated ad will have gotten right. Hopefully not the 2024 stealing of the election by Joe Biden again. Let's uh, let's get into the news, folks. That's all I want to show you there. Let's just talk about how ridiculous, I mean, how ridiculous Corinne Jean-Pierre and the entire lying machine 
of this lying fake administration Joe Biden is. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre slammed Republicans today for not avoiding default by raising the debt limit. Let me repeat that to you. Today, Karine Jean-Pierre slammed House Republicans for not avoiding default by raising the debt limit after the, uh, for not raising the debt limit. Of course, yesterday, Wednesday, the Republicans passed a bill to raise the debt limit to avoid said default. The facility with which these forked tongue sons and daughters of Satan lie is absolutely mind-boggling. And for honest people like you, like me, like we the people, I would say is inconceivable, but we can just witness it on a daily coming out of those White House press briefings. One day after the House passed a bill to raise the debt limit to avoid default, Corrine Jean-Pierre told White House reporters that, quote, it is their constitutional duty to take action, referring to the House Republicans. We are not negotiating on this, she said. We've been very clear on this. A question asked her, uh, a reporter, excuse me, asked the question, but Republicans in the, in the House have now passed a bill that will prevent a default. So at what point then, Corrine Jean-Pierre says, they need to deal with what is at stake here? which is making sure we do not default. Of course, totally ignoring the fact that less than 24 hours before, yesterday, Wednesday, the House Republicans, in fact, did pass a bill that would avoid default. Again, this is something that they need to do. It's very simple. Avoiding default is congressional obligation, which they met the day before. She was further questioned on whether Joe Biden would meet with Kevin McCarthy about raising the debt limit. And she replied the president would not meet with McCarthy about the speaker's bill to raise the debt limit. Now, this is very interesting because if we go back to before Joe Biden was was the fake president, he talked about leading debt uh, limit negotiations with the GOP back in 2011. This is what he said back in 2011. How can you explain the fact that grown men and women are unwilling to budge up till now and still some of them are still unwilling to budge by taking an absolute position, my way or no way? And what is he doing right now? He's refusing to negotiate with Republicans, of course, condemning their plan and calling everyone that disagrees with his way or the highway as, quote, folks, you've got to ask yourself, what are MAGA Republicans in Congress doing? What are they, why are they doing this? What is their purpose? Worst president in our lifetime, going to go down as one of the worst, if not the worst president in history. It's kind of sad because he's not even the real president that actually won the election of 2020. And this is where we find ourselves. Border agents were overrun by a surge of 80,000 illegals yesterday evening. All right, so you see there in that political ad, it talks about that AI-generated ad showing what happens in 2024 with the border being overrun by tens of thousands of illegal aliens. Oh boy, folks, is that AI-generated campaign ad about to become reality here? Uh, Before we go there, let me go back to our previous story. We know that the House passed this bill on Wednesday. How do you think that is reflecting on Kevin McCarthy? Well, Two-thirds of American 
Republicans are approving of Kevin McCarthy's job as Speaker of the House, according to an economist YouGov poll uh, conducted this past week before that bill was even passed. Of the Republican respondents, 66% they approved of McCarthy's job as Speaker. 25% of the this, of this 66% said they strongly approve, and 41% said they somewhat approve. Now, I always think it's interesting when we see numbers like 66% and 25%. Why? Because there's only a 1% chance that we would get those two numbers. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Out of 100 different percentages. And 66%, well, that's like exactly two-thirds. And 25% is exactly one quarter. Kind of interesting that they would end up with those exact numbers. But I think the point here is that when you couple this economist's YouGov poll along with what Breitbart had noted earlier this month, that indeed McCarthy's job approval has soared since they settled the affair of Speaker of the House earlier this year. Border agents were overrun by a surge of 80,000 illegals yesterday evening. All right, now let's get back to talking about how that ad is going to become reality here. 80,000 is a phenomenal number. I think we would agree that 35,000 is also a phenomenal number, and that's what we're looking at here. Tens of thousands of migrants are waiting for Joe Biden's and to the public health authority known as Title 42 at the United States-Mexico border. 35,000, according to a report, are waiting in Juarez, Mexico alone to rush the border when Biden ends Title 42. On Tuesday, Juarez officials estimated the number of tents next to the National Migration Institution building and City uh, Hall has grown from a handful last week to 93 by mid-afternoon. Migrants, like this Venezuelan mom, said their intent was to wait for the announced May 11th rollback of Title 42 explosions at the U.S. border, but she said life is so hard on the streets of Juarez, she does not know if she can hold out two more weeks. At the same time, officials in the U.S. border commu uh, communities are prepping for the end of Title 42. The cities are being forced to strain public resources by opening new shelters and tent cities. El Paso, Texas, for instance, expects up to 8,000 migrants to survive in the city every single day. Yesterday, we got some intel that there's almost 30,000 migrants already waiting, said one El Paso official. He said this to local media. The majority are from Venezuela, who are the ones most affected by Title 42. 
The figures indicate that in El Paso alone, the city could see almost a quarter of a million migrants arriving every single month. Every single month. Every single month. Now, you may not have seen this on mainstream media, but Juniorette and her team put this up on Nothing But News with Juniorette on YouTube earlier today. Let me just show this to you because this is from a hearing that was supposed to be about and was essentially about border, border security and trafficking of people at the border. And then there was this back and forth with Eric Swalwell. By the way, folks, please support Juniorette and the Nothing But News with Juniorette YouTube channel that was formerly known as the BCP Report. I'm not going to uh, be on there. That's just totally separate. I'm no longer allowed to be on YouTube at all. So I don't want to mess things up for Juniorette. But check out this uh, great video that the team put together uh, this morning. I'm going to show you just a, a minute or two of it. This is the clown show that is the Democrat Party and Eric Swalwell trying to deflect from the actual failures of this fake regime, the Joe Biden administration on our southern border. January 6th, over 150 officers were injured. One lost an eye, one lost a finger, one lost a life. But you didn't see any violence. No, sir, I did not. That was not my experience. Sir, I'm not quite sure what this has to do with the exploitation of children like the young girl who wore this band. Sure. So, you know, your credibility is just as every witness, including the Democratic witness, is fair grounds for questioning. I'll, I'll make sure Gentleman's we time has expired. Mr. Nels. Uh, thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, Ms. Rodriguez, I apologize that you had to. You're here for a hearing on the border. They don't want to talk about a border. Uh, Mr. Swalwell is down there. Obviously, everybody knows he's made some comments. He's got a, a checkered past. He's alleged I'm sorry, relationships. I'm checkered past. Uh, alleged, I, I would ask. Uh, it's my time. Mr. Alleged affairs relationships past. with, no, 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 with no, no, Yum so Yum. You don't get to say that. That's he, not he had true. alleged relationships and with Yum Yum. I asked the gentleman's words to be taken down. You don't get to say that. Yes, the gentleman's words to be taken down. He's casting a slur on another member. I am here. He's making. I ask the words of the gentleman be taken down as casting a slur on another member. Let us have some order and civility here, and we will take up the issues one by one. Mr. Chairman, I ask that the words of the gentleman be taken down as a as, um, uh, as, as expressing a slur on another member. I join in that request. And the specific words were? He mentioned that Mr. Swalwell had a checkered past. I, I don't have the rest of the exact words, but it was, it was a direct slur on a member of this committee. That is not acceptable. We are going to consult the um, precedents and uh, take temporary recess. Thank you. All right. So uh, my commentary is obviously Swalwell is a jackass and a Chinese spy asset. Good thing. I mean, the least they could have done, which they did, was take him off the Intel Committee. He probably should be in jail for treason. But that's a whole different story we're not going to get into right now. But I do want to get into the fact that Joe Biden is the middleman. And his regime and his policies are responsible 
for the biggest child trafficking and slavery operation in the history of the world, right before our eyes. And the media is completely ignoring this. I want to call your attention to yesterday. HHS whistleblower Tara Lead Rodas in front of the House Judiciary Committee telling Congress about these indentured servants, a.k.a. child labor slaves, where they're working and what they're doing to pay their debt to human smugglers and how the government is actually the middleman in this large-scale, multi-billion-dollar slavery and child trafficking operation. Good afternoon, Chairman McClintock, Ranking Member DePaul, and distinguished members of the committee. It is an honor to be here. I thank you for the invitation to share my testimony. My goal is to inspire action to safeguard the lives of migrant children. Once again, who really cares about the children? Not the Democrats. First of all, they murder babies and call it reproductive health. But they're also cool with all the cruelty and the sickness you're about to hear. And that number 80,000 that we keep hearing in this episode, that's going to come up again. Migrant children, including the staggering 85,000 that are missing. Today, children will work overnight shifts at slaughterhouses, factories, restaurants to pay their debts to smugglers and traffickers. Today, children will be sold for sex. Today, children will call a hotline to report they are being abused, neglected, and trafficked. And we don't know if they're going to get the help they need. For nearly a decade, unaccompanied children have been suffering in the shadows. And I have to confess, I knew nothing about their suffering until 2021 when I volunteered to help the Biden administration with the crisis at the southern border. Let me just show this to you before we go further. Testimony by Tara Lee Rodas for the House Judiciary Committee on Immigration, Integrity, Security, and Enforcement. And it says the hearing was titled The Biden Border Crisis, Exploitation of Unaccompanied Alien Children. And it's examination of the unprecedented surge of unaccompanied alien children at the southwest border and how open border policies enable the exploitation of those children. And what you're about to hear her detail is a sophisticated network and child trafficking system that starts from their country of origin and goes into smugglers and ne'er-do-wellers, child abusers, and human slave child traffickers in the United States, all aided and abetted by the Joseph Biden regime, which shouldn't even be there. By the way, Tara Lee Rodas, uh, is a HHS, Health and Human Services whistleblower, and a federal inspector general employee. Listen to what she found when she went to California to assist what she thought was a system of getting these children into the homes of loving sponsors. As part of Operation Artemis, I was deployed to the Pomona Fairplex Emergency Intake Site in California to help HHS, Office of Refugee Resettlement, reunite children with sponsors in the United States. I thought I was going to help place children 
in loving homes. Instead, I discovered that children are being trafficked through a sophisticated network that begins with recruiting in home country, smuggling to the U.S. border, and ends when ORR delivers a child to a sponsor. Some sponsors are criminals and traffickers and members of transnational criminal organizations. Some sponsors view children as commodities and assets to be used for earning income. This is why we are witnessing an explosion of labor trafficking. Also known as slavery, something that the left says that we need to give reparations to black people like myself, even though I was never a slave, my parents were never a slave, my grandparents were never a slave, nor were any of my white brothers and sisters currently in the United States, unless they're traffickers involved in what we're seeing here, or prostitution or what have you. But as far as black African slavery in America, none of my white brothers and sisters here in America, nor their parents, nor their grandparents were involved in that. So here we go. Buckle up, folks. Buckle up. She's exposing some horrific things. And the sad thing is, because the Biden regime controls everything, you know, George Soros and the cabal and the the leftist globalists and the CCP influence controls everything, this is being exposed, but unfortunately it's not being stopped. I want you to be aware of this, folks, because with 35,000 people waiting in just the Juarez-El Paso border crossing, supposedly from Venezuela, a way to believe that there are just a whole bunch of Venezuelans coming in for a better uh, opportunity, illegally, of course, not following the, lo- uh, the rules, but to open your eyes to what's really happening. Child sex slavery and labor slavery happening on our southern border. And of course, the left is still talking about Tucker Carlson finally being off the air. The United States government has become the middleman in a large-scale, multi-billion-dollar child trafficking operation that is run by bad actors seeking to profit off of the lives of children. The United States is the middleman for a child trafficking operation the world and the scope and likes of which the world has never seen. We've seen stuff happen, obviously, in Europe with their huge migrant crisis. But I remember seeing those images, lots of women and families, and like what we have here, a lot of military-age men. But what we have here is something very unique. It's the unaccompanied minors coming through. And we know that this regime, the illegitimate regime of Joseph Biden, is actually the third term of one Barack Hussein Obama. Because with Barack Hussein Obama is where we saw, by design, the manufactured crisis of unaccompanied minors and the beginning of this huge child trafficking network. And as a flashback, let's look at this report from local Texas NBC affiliate on June 23rd, 2014. The number of unaccompanied children crossing the border continues to soar. Washington is also looking at ways to address this crisis. 
Each day brings new families and unaccompanied children crossing into South Texas from Central America. Everybody has found themselves just a, a, a little overwhelmed with the amount of traffic that we're dealing with. Since October, more than 52,000 unaccompanied children have crossed the southern border. Leading Texas Republicans visited a shelter where some of those children are being kept. They blame President Obama for the crisis. We need to act to stop it, number one, by finally, finally, finally securing the borders. Securing our borders, which is exactly what President Donald John Trump did successfully after fighting both rhinos and Republicans, and excuse me, rhino Republicans and Democrats to build a wall. And what did they do? Oh no, they had to shame President Trump for stopping their child trafficking operation. And then we had the whole kids in cages fiasco with footage and pictures from the time that Obama was president so that they could get public pressure to more quickly release these children into the hands of the traffickers. But they stole and rigged the election of 2020. And now not only is it business as usual, it's business is a booming for the slavery market in America. All right, folks, I will have several reports for you on the BCP podcast. Thanks for joining us. This is the new format for the time up going forward. Open source news, which used to be on YouTube before they completely erased the almost 648,000 subscribers and almost eight years of that channel, about seven, six or seven years of very active on that channel. But now on the BCP podcast, this is what was formerly open source news. And then we will still have our unfiltered show available as well with other story and analysis. So as we get the production schedule, you can expect once again, several programming available to you on a daily basis coming out of our studios. Once again, thank you for your support. We invite you and we ask you if you like the work that I'm doing and bringing you the news that you monetarily support us very simply by becoming a paid subscriber uh, to our paid programming. The links are down below in, in whatever or on whatever platform you're watching or listening to this on. Until the next one, ciao, goodbye, God bless.